play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. I would come home and punch him out. This is oh, my mom. I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the trespassing. I want to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy. I want to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy. We'll all be happy, Nancy. Are those who just try to make this a political issue? Freedom. I have the freedom to kill you with my COVID. Individuals who are infected through breakthrough infections, namely vaccinated people who ultimately get infected, that they are generally without symptoms or minimally symptomatic. However, it is clear that they are capable of transmitting the infection to uninfected individuals. And the data that they reported indicates that if you look at the level a virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and has a breakthrough infection and compare that to the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person who's infected, they're essentially equivalent. Play the radio, make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be happy. It's the feel-good hit of 2021. The podcast that brings you so much more. More of this and more of that. Just more, more, more. And it's better than ever. Best of all, it's free and commercial-free. It's the news according to me. It even rhymes with new and improved content fortified with 27 vitamins and minerals. Or maybe not. Be sure to subscribe because you probably won't want to miss any of this. But you might. Never before has so much offered so little. It's the podcast that will leave you asking questions like, how can I get that hour of my life back? Or what on earth are these guys talking about? Where else can you find this kind of content other than 90% of the internet? We're here because you're there. And I'm not even sure what that means. Be sure to like and subscribe because you don't want to be the only one stuck in this. It's the news according to me. Deep and wide, oh the DC swamp is deep and wide. Deep and wide, deep and wide, oh the DC swamp is deep and wide. And it's so slimy, oh so slimy. 
And Corn Pop was a bad dude. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Come on. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> true international depression. Come on, man. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. Not a joke. By the way, all you teachers out there, not that many of you are going to die, so don't worry about it. So don't worry about it. Come on. Because I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Nancy is going to jail. Nancy is going to jail. What Not a joke. And it's the news, according to me, live. Oh, good morning. I'm the only one in the room right now. What's going on with this? Nobody showed up. Of course, I'm about an hour late. I said I was going to, yesterday I said I was going to have a show about nine o'clock and it's almost 10 o'clock now. But I do apologize. I've been trying to put a few things together, but I thought I'd just run that little intro thing there. I'm, not, I'm probably going to post that whole thing probably on the on the live posting. I usually post the show, the recording of the show, and I just I, I give the start point, point there at the, where I just say it's a news according to me. But, I, but I'm probably going to just leave that whole thing in there. It's one time for the year, it's going to be on all the recordings. So I made that stuff way back in the Rabbi Rick days. For those of you who remember, if, you, if you're listening back, Oh, way back a couple of years ago in the early episodes. This is, by the way, this is the 600 and, uh, wait a minute. I gotta, I gotta look at this, make sure I got it right. I think it's the 657th episode. I need to double check here and see what, see where we're at. Uh, we're, that's right there. That's there. Oh, what's, why is it not moving? There we go. Uh, this, yes, this is the 657th episode, not of the year, but of, of all time. I think we have, uh. 200 and some episodes this year. I haven't broken it down to that point yet. Uh, just for you, just so, you know, for those of you who are keeping track of the stats <clears throat> and uh, the, the listenership is actually, has, has remained pretty solid, um, is actually up some. I mean, it, it is up some. It did some wavering throughout the year. There were some times I didn't have as much time to do the show as I did other times, but that seems to make a difference. But we have a, a very solid listener core now. I mean, I put out a show. It's, it's almost always going to be, bam, it's going to be at least a certain number and other times it, it's way up there. And then sometimes there's these, these really big spikes. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure if the big spikes are where there's data downloads from um, other venues that only report a certain time, a certain amount of time. I don't think all of them report. I, I, don't, I don't think all of them report every day. That's, I guess some of them report every 24 hours. Others, others don't. 
but the uh, the statistics are are uh, solidly increasing. Uh, sometimes they take little jumps and then they stay up at a certain point, which is kind of interesting. I don't know if it gets some kind of promotional or what happens there. So while we're talking about the show, um, let's just look a little bit at the an- analytics here. Um, uh, what can I do here? Last, yes, so that's not. I wanted. I wanted uh, geographic sites. I, I always thought this was kind of interesting. Geographic statistics. Um, we've had listeners. Uh, where all can I look here? Chile, uh, Brazil, Colombia, Venezuela, uh, Mexico, Central America. The, the uh, what's that little? Costa Rica, Costa Rica, um, New Zealand, and Australia. Um, we've actually had quite a few. Let's see. This is in the last. What is this? The last. I don't know what that covers. This year. I guess it's just this year. No, it's this. Just since September. This is the last the last quarter of the year. Um, quite a few listeners from Australia, New Zealand. Um, uh, Indonesia, we've got, uh, there's no count on that for some reason. India, Vietnam is the one that has always surprised the daylights out of me. I don't know who's listening there, um, but welcome aboard. We have, uh, what is this? Japan, South Korea, nothing from North Korea. I wonder why. Uh, Russia. Of course, there's uh, that's a very large country there. Uh, we got we have uh, also got our Finland, Sweden, a lot, a lot of things in, in Europe, Norway, Germany, uh, quite a few from Germany this, in the last quarter here. France, Spain, Italy, uh, the United Kingdom, uh, which actually for a long time I had very few from the United Kingdom. Iceland actually, I don't think I've ever seen that on there before. Maybe there was. Um, United Kingdom didn't for a long time. I didn't have any any response from the United Kingdom, uh, Switzerland. See Italy. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I don't see anything. Nothing from Albania, Greece. Those those countries. Turkey. Nothing from Turkey. Most of Africa, other than Tanzan- Tanzania, uh, Nigeria, which Sanu, uh, Lafia, Lafia Lu, uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, Iran. I guess uh, Iran, Pakistan, and India. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, to me, that just seems interesting. Of course, now Canada. <laughs> more from it's more from the UK. There's more from Australia than there are from Canada. Um, United States, of course, and then that's that's my, that's the largest audience, obviously. Uh, actually, to go down the list here, it's, it's United States, Mexico, Australia, United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Taiwan, Israel, Spain, and France. This is kind of the top ten in that order, um, and that's just in the last quarter. That's that's. Um, that that varies a little bit on some of those countries, but in the last, and that's but it's, it stays pretty stable. Those are usually the top ten of the top ten. Typically, they're somewhere in that range. Uh, there's a few that pop in and out of there, but uh, just just kind of some inter- interesting stats on the old uh, podcast there. Now, just just so that those of you who are in the room, or those of you who are, who are popping in and out, um, just so you know. We, I probably will not be able to respond to much this morning. I've got a few things on my screen and I've got a lot to cover. So I probably will not have an opportunity to respond. I don't have a producer. And if I had a producer, this would be, what is this? This would be a, 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 instead of just being a a, a small flop of a show, it would be a a colossal flop. We could really make something out of the flop. But the, uh, 
No, I don't, I don't know that it's a flop. It's, it's, it, it's, it's just not, you know, I'm, I'm no Joe Rogan. I would love to do interviews. I, I had a couple chances to do some interviews. I interviewed a fellow by the name of Tim and Nymphs, who's, you know, here in my hometown. Um, I, I like, I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, Timmons got a, a podcast. He, he actually had me on his podcast, which was fun, but I, I, I just really enjoy in, interviewing people and uh, kind of digging into some subjects and issues and seeing what they think and you know, getting, getting some feedback right there in the room, which is, I don't like doing the Zoom interview thing. I know some guys are really good at that. They do a really good job with that. Uh, Steven Gardner is one of those people. He, he's got a uh, YouTube channel. Has really gone up in popularity now. I, I didn't know who the guy was, and all of a sudden he's interviewing all these these big shots in 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 uh, he considers himself a libertarian. That's always that's, that's something I I don't mind saying that I'm a libertarian if I have an opportunity to explain that because I feel like it has to come with some qual some qualification because oh I just dropped something oh my goodness the um. The problem I have with the libertarian label is that there are about as many libertarians, types of libertarians, as there are cats in the world. And there's – and getting them into – to corral them up is just about the same as trying to corral cats. Trying to, it's it's – uh, you know, to get a, get a bunch of cats in a herd is just about – you never heard of that, have you? You haven't ever, ever heard of it. A herd of cats. I used the word herd there twice, but it's spelled differently in case you didn't know how the English language works. The, um, what's very interesting, some of this stuff is, is, um, he calls himself a libertarian. And now I, I am more of a Ron Paul libertarian, conservative libertarian. And there's a huge difference there between that and a social libertarian. I told a friend of mine one time, I'm, I said, I consider myself more libertarian and uh, conservative libertarian. She, and uh, she said, well, I'm a social libertarian. So I looked up the definition. I was like, what is that? I looked it up and it literally, it, every definition I could find was communist. It is a, an absolute uh, collectivist. Oh, okay. And she, and she is. I, the more I dug into, you know, understand, she always had questions about it. She just always asked me, asked me a lot of questions. And, I, and then I started realizing that, you know, what her, her philosophy was. He's right on board with all this leftist stuff. And doesn't consider herself a leftist. And she's white. She, of course, lives in California. <clears throat> Went to high school with her. And uh, through the miracle of Facebook, ended up getting back in touch with her at one point. And uh, she was a couple years behind me in school. And so it was, it was kind of just, a, you know, just, she was kind of friends of friends of mine kind of thing. But she's, yeah, anyway. I, I don't think she listens to the show. I, I really don't think so. She probably would, but then she wouldn't, she wouldn't enjoy the show. I don't think she'd be infuriated most of the time by some of my opinions. Probably. I don't know. Seems like some people are. The, uh, oh, the emails keep popping up. It's just, don't they know I'm doing a show? I have um, a long list of things that we've covered throughout the last of the year. And I, I thought the, the most important thing for me to cover is what I had in my cup every day. Every day. I'm just going to, no, I'm not, not going to do that. I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about what I had in my cup today. I have, again, I have 
my standard creamy vanilla chai with sweet and creamy creamer in it, which is going to take a while to get through. That, that is a large bottle. I'll probably have that for the rest of the month. Well, except for when I'm traveling. I, don't, I won't be taking it with me when I'm traveling because that's just too too much of a, yeah, it's too much of a hassle. The, the, um, the big surprise is what I have in my other, my standby cup. I actually made homemade sweet tea last night, yesterday. Well, the reason I made it is because we had our big family, it was our, our family Christmas, if you want to call it that, our family gathering. And uh, so my brother and my sister and and I, um, with our you know families, get together, and we have kind of a, a meal and exchange some things. And it is uh, very well done. My my brother's wife, um, sister in law, she ex just an awesome hostess. Man, she just she did did the cooking, does all the stuff, doesn't mind doing it. it just it just. Those kinds of people are just special, in my opinion. I, they just, um, I don't, I don't, I don't mind doing dishes. I can do dishes. I don't mind doing them, especially when I have guests over. I, I don't, I don't mind doing that. I really don't. My wife would argue and say I, I do, but I, and I, I, I don't. Let me, let me get, let me put it this way: I would rather not do it, but I, I'm willing to do it when I have guests over. And I don't mind doing it. I don't mind doing it when I go to somebody's house. I, don't, I just don't know how they want stuff done. That kind of, you know, I. I would do their dishes for them, but I, just, I don't know. It's always kind of, you know, do I use this sponge or that sponge or which, which sink do you want? You know, you got to do things their way. Otherwise, they feel like they're not, their house has been, it's not clean. So I guess that's the way they feel. I don't care. If somebody wants to do my dishes, I don't care how you do them as long as there's no food scraping off of them after I get done. But it's the next time I use them. So the the, the thing about this is, though, she, she just did an excellent job and she... Um, it was, it was a good times, fun. Got to, to chat with them about some things and just catch up with the year, which is what we're going to do today. We're going to have a little family show here, me and the News According to Me family. Have a little chat about what happened over the last year. And it, as I was reviewing some of these things, actually, I had, had to have, I had to put down a list because I knew I wouldn't remember everything. And so I just uh, wanted to kind of get things in chronological order, things we talked about on the show as well as some other things and maybe anything else that I'm, I'm sparked with a remembrance of what happened over the last year. Um, one of the, one of the first things out of the box in, the, in, in January, Oh, my backup. Yeah. So my backup cup is, is this sweet tea and, and uh, it was in the middle of something I know it was. And so I had, had, this, I made sweet tea yesterday, a whole gallon of it. And then I realized, Oh, I should probably take that with me to the family gathering. And I still have some left. I was, I was kind of surprised, but let's just say there was a lot of wine there. Uh, there was a lot of wine and there was a lot of uh, whining. There was a lot of, uh, there was some apple cider, which was good. My brother makes his own apple cider. He's got, they got tons of apples because they have apple trees. And so he was, they made so much apple cider and apple this and apple that. Um, so they're pretty much sick of apples over there, but they, but they put the apple cider out and I, I drank some of that because I, it's pretty good. It's fresh. You know, it's like homemade apple cider. It's not all homogenized and all that stuff. It actually tastes like apples, but it's pretty tart. It's really good stuff. And so I took this, the tea. Of course, people had other options. There were a few people who drank tea, but not that many. So I have, I have some tea left for the rest of the week. Now, having said <clears throat> all of that, I have uh, a few things I want to talk about. Right off the top of the bat, uh, the top of the bat, uh, right off the bat, top, or the top, the bat, the bat. The top of the bat. Well, that's, there is a top of the bat. I guess you could 
right off the top of the list here. We have we have uh, Ray Epps. Ray Epps was in the news in January. Actually, I think it was in December, but it was uh, my my comments about the whole situation was the first thing we're going to off in January. Um, interesting to see what what happens with this this first January. It's going to be who knows what's going to pop up in the news first week of January next week. Amazingly enough, we have, um, you know, his, his whole thing, it came before Congress. I think there was some things. I'm not sure if exactly if the January 6th commission was the, was the, I don't think the committee, I think the committee had just gotten done. So this is, so we're in 2023, beginning of 2023, which is after, right after the 2022 elections, the midterms, as they call them. And we had this, you know, the January 6th commission essentially was done at that point. If, if it had not been for the elections knocking out certain individuals on the committee, on the special, whatever they called it, the un, unconstitutional, illegally formed January 6th commission, uh, and, and there's lawyers that will tell you all day long they didn't they didn't do it right. Uh, they, they broke their own rules putting the committee together, and then even behind the scenes un- underhanded the whole process of putting it together anyway, even the way they were supposed to put it together. But I digress. They, they, so they did this whole thing, and then, and I think it you know it, it essentially was done, over with, defunded, because of you know of course Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger losing their positions. Losing their seats, seats over that whole thing. They can't figure it out. They can't figure out that the, well, you, you know, because they, they couldn't convince the American people that that the crook that was they were going after was a crook. They're claimed claimed to be a crook, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So they, we had, um, and of course, of course, the whole McCarthy thing. Uh, the speakership, <clears throat> of course, they they were trying to find out who's going to be the speaker of the house. This whole thing was trying to be settled at this point. So we're. They're going over it, going over it, trying to get this whole thing settled. As everybody's getting sworn in by a, a pro tem, basically, into office because it didn't have a Speaker of the House yet. And there was a lot of negotiation about that. And, of course, we know how that ended. Kind of interesting, too. So, so we had... Um, the, that, that, that whole thing was, was in, in play with Kevin McCarthy getting in place. And, of course, that one of the agreements that they, they held out for was that they could basically you know, boot him out if they wanted to, anytime they wanted to. So <clears throat> I'm going to have to uh, – yeah, I was afraid of this. I was, I'm going to have to text my wife here real quick. Um. So I'm doing a live show. I think she has to go get her hair done. I'm not positive exactly. Oh, that's tomorrow. Well, it says tomorrow, but I think that's like it's actually today. I don't know. I have no idea. I'll just accept that. But anyway. I'm sorry. So, so this whole thing uh, with with Kevin McCarthy, they only got this this little addition into the agreement that he would be the 
the speaker and he, and he would be um, basically able to be knocked out with just a small, any, any kind of consortium. The, uh, right after this, of course, uh, Adam Kinzinger loses his, loses his position on that council, loses his job as a representative. And it's a job with, guess what? Oh my, CNN. And I think he's on there like once a week now, something like that. On, you know, they'll call him up to be on somebody's show. And they can't get anybody else. And Liz Cheney came out with a book. And of course, she, she gets you know, put on there anytime. She, so now she's on a little book tour now. That's skipping ahead a little bit. But that's, it, yeah, so it's kind of weird. She's not leaving. Hair appointment. Yeah, I guess, uh, whatever. There you go. Okay. So, uh, so there, there was all that's that drama that was going on. They finally, so they finally get Kevin McCarthy in, into place, you know, of course, uh, through all the wiggling and wiggling and waggling. And I think he actually thought he was going to be able to pull this off. I think he thought, thought he was going to be able to, once he got in, of course, once you get in that position, once you get, I think he was willing to take this, you know, this, he thought that would never happen. He thought he would never get booted out because he is so, he knows the dark side of that job that you, once you are in, you have leverage and you've got everybody by the, by the nose ring, which is a popular thing these days. They used to just put them on pigs. Now humans think they're cool. But I digress. No judgment here. I'm just saying. The uh, so we had th this this drama with him getting in there, and I, I really think he thought he was going to have the, the power of that of that pulpit of that gavel with all of the funding that he can direct to the GOP. I think he thought he was never going to have a problem with that because he was going to. You know, he, he can threaten people with pulling their funding. And, and this has happened with Ronald, Ronald McDaniel and people like that. The people who do not, <coughs> excuse me, do not give your money to the GOP. If you want to donate to a, con, to a particular candidate, just do that. Just do it directly. Because the GOP is a, just right now, it is being run by a group of thugs. My opinion, it's a, it's a mafia. It's just nothing but a mafia. They, they, they make the decisions. They decide who's going to be the candidate. They decide who's going to they just, just don't, don't do it. Just, just yeah, don't participate in their little games. And Democrat Party is 10 times worse. They'll, they won't even hide it. They'll just tell you out front. And then they try to take the other candidate off the ballot. Which, by the way, I just heard California. I guess the ruling came out just this morning or yesterday. California now has said that uh, Trump, Trump will remain on the ballot. And Michigan also is going to, is going to remain on the ballot. However, um, they're appealing that, which <laughs> I don't know where that's going to go. Now, it's going to be, and we still are lingering on whether or not the Supreme Court. Now, Judge Roberts, uh, the, the Chief Justice for the Supreme, the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, made some comments back in 2010 about what what that whole 14th Amendment thing is. This is prior to anything happening with Trump. And he made them in a formal statement, in a formal draft, in a formal uh, letter on a ruling 
those words that he said, unless he backtracks on it and, and flip-flops on this, which I, I don't think you can. Once you put that into a brief like that, I don't, I don't think it can be it's, – it's, it becomes legal precedent. And for him – now, if it was some other chief justice, if it was all of a sudden some other, somebody else was the chief justice or somebody else had the amicus brief. I, 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 now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a rodeo clown, even though I've always kind of wanted to be one. I, I have the – there's um, no way that, that, they, that he can if, – if he goes by what he said back then, he, then Trump is absolutely – cannot be taken off the ballot for the reasons that they're, that they're providing right now in terms of the, the 14th Amendment. It, 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 you know, it's almost as if he's speaking the, – the words that he spoke is almost as if he was speaking to it today. And we'll, we'll just let it play out, and I'll, I'll try to find a, a copy of what those things are. But I, and again, I, I'm kind of jumping forward here to today's news. But um, of course, then, then we had the, the whole Biden document scandal. And we've some, so all of a sudden, we've you – know, more documents were found. We had the initial documents that were found, and then, of course, now, then we had the more documents that were found, and more documents that were found. The, the initial documents were found at his at his office, where the Chinese were interacting with him in Yupen. And then, and, and we don't know who found the documents. We know who re, who reported them found. It was his lawyers. Can't tell me his lawyers were in the closet cleaning out a closet there. We don't know who found the documents. We don't know who had access to those documents, or what they were doing there. Documents that he had no in, no business having as the VP, he had no business having. Then we come come to find out there's documents in his garage, and then documents in his vacation home, another home. There were three places where they, that we know of that, that they found documents. Classified documents. We don't know what kind of classifications. They, they, they downplay. Oh, there was nothing on them. There wasn't any, no nuclear secrets or anything. These are all places where individuals such as Hunter Biden and the Chinese CCP interaction people all had access. They were all access points for, for either Hunter Biden or people associated with Hunter Biden. Some of those documents were taken from the SCIF, and he had at a time when Joe Biden had no authorization to take them from SCIF. But it's okay because you know he's the president now. Well, he accidentally took, took – you can't accidentally take documents out of a skip, by the way. There's, there, you can't accidentally do that. Oh, I just happened oh, I just happened to accidentally stick that in my notebook. Well, what were you doing with a notebook? You can't – no, you can't do that. It's a highly secure area. They check everything on the, on the way in. You can't even take your phone in. It's ridiculous. So back to my list. I have um, – Adam Schiff, of course, he was on the council, on the J6 committee, and all the things that were going on during the Trump 
witch hunt during the during all the you know the whole time that Adam Schiff was constantly on television. Oh, the the oh, you know, all the the evidence is right there in plain sight. Well, there's plenty of evidence. Oh, I have access to all this this top secret information, and I, I you know all the background information. I've got evidence. I've I've seen exactly what he what he did. And I, oh yeah, it's it's all there. Oh he's yeah he's impeachable. Oh yeah blah 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 blah. Nothing. Nothing. Despite the the uh, Mueller report, and they'll get, they'll get the Mueller and the Durham report mixed up. The Mueller report came out during Trump's administration and basically, well, nothing happened. Uh, nope, nothing. Yeah, the, the the all we all we really heard of any substance was the Russians attempted to interfere with our elections, and that there was no collusion between Donald Trump and his family and the Russians. Those are the two main things. But the Russians did interfere with our elections. They said the Russians interfered with our elections. No quantification. No absolutes that they, you know, they can't tell us about one single vote that was messed with. But they interfered with our elections. On and on and on. So. So we get all this wonderful saga going on. And so then Adam Schiff and all of his, uh, all this whole time, he was, he was lying to the American public all that whole entire time and went over and over and over and did it again and again and again and kept you know, perpetuating the issue because of his Trump derangement syndrome, was censored. And of course, then he starts whining and crying. Poor baby. So now he's going to run for Senate, I think. He's, he's, I guess his next term, he's going to run for, because he, he's, he's a congressman now, right? You're, is he Senator Schiff? Is that, whatever he's going to do, I think he's going to run for, I think he's going to run for Senate now. Where I understand. I think he was, Congress, he was in Congress, now he's going to run for Senate. Something like that. I don't know. Maybe he was a senator. I don't, I don't know. You know. You're going to change positions or kind of go, go to a different district or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, I think he's going to try to get uh, Nancy Pelosi's spot or else, or some Feinstein spot was something that I think it's Feinstein. Maybe it's Feinstein spot. And then, of course, during about this time uh, into the first quarter, about the end of the first quarter, we we hear we start hearing these rumblings about digital currency. Now, digital currency they're they're trying to play alongside of the cryptocurrency idea. The government's going to come up with their own cryptocurrency. They don't, they're not calling it cryptocurrency, and it's not cryptocurrency. It is just a digital currency. It is, it, instead of saying a cashless banking system, they're calling it a digital currency. They're going to get rid of cash. Period. Now, there are all kinds of ramifications to the, to the whole digital currency thing. One, one of the main, the main, even if they had it, Locked down to where the the banks and the government couldn't impose or impede or regulate or control any of your money, which they will. Even if they, if they even if they couldn't do that, there's there's one other thing that most people don't think about. If there is an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, basically, which is I, I'm just I'm no nuclear physicist either, but I, if my understanding is basically if a certain type of nuclear weapon is is deployed over a, a particular region and it is detonated at a certain altitude, 
it can effectively burn up most electronic devices, knock everything off the grid, and kind of fry circuit boards. All kinds of things can happen uh, because the electromagnetic pulse that happens, it won't affect the human, but it will take out all the electronics, basically knock you back into the Stone Age, unless it is protected from such a pulse. My understanding is about 80% of our military is not protected from EMPs. They're still way behind on that. Despite, but, but we can send $40 billion to Ukraine. That's fine. Or $100 billion or whatever it is. $40 billion at a time, I guess. It's been, yeah, it's been, I think it's, it's upwards. I think that the total aid package is now, it is, it's, I think has reached, topped over $100, $100 billion, I think, so I understand it. If you look, if you add everything up the way they, the way they do their accounting there, because they'll say something about, well, we're going to send them $40 billion and it ends up being 60. Well, it's because there's overruns. And that they, they do this all the time. They, they allow for overruns in the bill. The bill bill 40 billion. And what they won't tell you is, well, there's overruns to, to 60. That doesn't make the news. And they always overrun. Anytime you get a contract, if, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, anytime there's a, I saw this in Chicago all the time. Uh, there'd be a construction contract, and I, I'd keep track of what they were doing, like with the new road or what they were going to do at the airport or whatever they were going to do. And it, it never failed. They would say, well, it's going to cost you know $50 million, and it'll take uh, two years. It always took at least twice that, the money-wise. So it, it would take at least $100 million, and it would take at least four years to get it done. Because the contractors were making enough money, they could pay the fines to, to extend it, or they got an extension from some, or you know, the, the, the powers that be would change hands, and, and they would make new new agreements, and under the table stuff would happen all the time. Or the if the if the all the all that has to happen is for the city council to make one change in the contract, and the and the now the contractor can renegotiate the time limit and the amount. And of course, the contract itself has adequate room for overruns and extensions. They don't say that in the upfront agreement. So people, so people can swallow, oh, well, it's $50 million, but okay, we're going to spend $50 million. We'll have, a new, we'll have a new road there in two years. And then it goes on and on and on. It takes four years, five years, and it costs $100 million, $150 million. And nobody pays any attention because now it's, you know, it's already been passed. This kind of thing happens. It never goes the other way. I've, I think I've only heard of one time in, in my local government here in, in northern Indiana, one time where a contractor came in ahead of schedule and it cost less than they had originally quoted. I have never heard of a time other than that where that ever happened. Because that's just the way they do stuff in government. So we have uh, all that stuff. And who can forget? Uh, Right about that time that the, the news cycle turned to the balloons. Remember the balloons. We had balloons floating over, uh, floating over the country. All over the place. And we, and we, you know, we, I'm not even going to comment on the stupid stupidity of that whole thing. Thing went all the way across the country and then we shot it down the other side. 
I, I, I don't even think I'm going to comment. The, uh, and who could forget the FBI this, this year and, and all the things that they, they've been doing? More, you know, since this new Congress has been in there, they've been doing a lot more investigation. Of course, they've been calling a lot more people in front of Congress, and that doesn't do any good. They just, oh, I don't know. I don't have any information for you, Senator. I don't have any information for you, Congressman. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I didn't know you were going to ask questions about the Hunter Biden thing. I didn't, I didn't bring it out. I'm not prepared to answer any of those questions. Oh, I can't answer that question on the grounds that it may incriminate me. They just weasel in and out of everything. All, all the while knowing full well that they have all of the dirt on everybody and they're just holding it to use as leverage to threaten people politically, to get their way, to get more money, to get more funding, to get whatever they want, politically, either political motivation or funding motivation. Both are very powerful. But that's what they do. That's their SOP. That is the way they do things. Then there was the train. This just happened just this year, believe it or not. It just hasn't been that long ago. East Palestine, train derailment. The way the Biden administration handled that whole debacle. And now, of course, you hear people talking about, well, that train derailment that happened in Palestine. I hear this on, on CNN and, and, and uh, MSNBC all the time. They're just, they just say Palestine. The train derailment that, you know, that, Damage, damage so many people in Palestine. They keep saying in Palestine, in Palestine. It's East Palestine, Ohio. It was in our country. They make it sound like it was a Palestinian thing that happened. They're trying to, they're trying to equate it, confuse people with Gaza. I, I, just, I just know they are. I, I'm sure this is intentional because they're all doing it. When, when it happened, it was East Palestine. Everybody reported it as East Palestine, Ohio. Now they just say Palestine. Well, listen to me. This, this is the kind of stuff, this is why I do this show. Because I hear that kind of stuff, I pick it out, and I want to point it out. And this is the kind of stuff they do all the time. I've been hearing them do it again lately. They've been talking about, that, that something came out with a ruling recently, just in the last month, about something about the, the Palestine, East Palestine, Ohio thing. And they tried to equate it make it sound like it was in some other country by just saying Palestine. And the average listener out there just hears Palestine and they think, oh, it's happening. Oh, it's over there in Palestine. There is no Palestine, first of all, other than just a region. It's a Palestinian region. It's not a state. But they don't differentiate or, yeah. Now, there's also been some, in the, in about the middle of the year, there were some things that came out with the origins of, of COVID. And of course, now we're discovering, you know, prior to this, if you ever said anything about COVID and its origins being in a lab, you were considered a conspiracy theorist and you were, some people were silenced. They were censored. They were shut down, booted off of certain social media platforms for saying so. Now, of course, they have quietly admitted that, yes, it was probably in a lab. And yes, the lab that was getting funding from Anthony Fauci. Well, you know, the nasal therix, the nasal therix. They put the money in the nasal therix. He's such an annoying speaker. Oh, anybody can listen to that guy talk. Can you imagine having to listen to, like somebody invited him to speak at your graduation. Oh my gosh. 
I, I would just say you can have the I just take the diploma back. I'll just I'll I'll go get a, I'll just go get a GED. I don't care. I'm gonna listen to this guy. I'm gonna sit through an hour of him just to get my diploma. I just have to go. To, excuse myself. Go to the bathroom. Lock myself in a stall for an hour. The um, of course, by my my luck is they they probably pipe the speaker right into the bathroom. So, um, oh, let's see what else happened. Oh, yes, Tucker. About the middle of the year here, about in summertime. I can't. It was July. It was July. When was it? Releases the January sixth videos, video footage, which we haven't seen all of yet. I mean, there's, there's like three billion hours hours of the thing over there, and uh, summarily, uh, within a couple weeks, Tucker Carlson gets fired from Fox News. Uh, coincidence? I don't think so. There were some other things he was hitting on. There, there were several topics he was pounding on at that at that moment, and you could probably pick any one of those. There's probably one of them in particular. I can't remember. One of the other things was something to do with something about Ukraine. He was going after that as well. And there were some other things too. And, and I, I'm pretty sure one of those things was probably why he got fired. The uh, Then, of course, we had the Trump, Trump indict, indictments that happened this year. All that stuff started coming out. And of course, that was all you know, one thing after another. Of course, this is when they realized he was going to be announcing for president. So that's that's why the Trump indictments came out. Now, if Trump would have went away, said he's never running for office again, and just gone, they they wouldn't have cared. They, there probably wouldn't be any indictments. There wouldn't be anything about the guy. You wouldn't hear about him. He would just you know just gone away and managed his business and did his thing and said, "I'm not, not going to run again." You probably, they probably never would have done anything to the guy. But because he's running, oh, it's not political. Well, we're just trying to save the country by keeping this man from being in office. Are, are they, really, they must think he can win. Why would they think he can win after Joe Biden summarily beat the guy by like 6 million votes without even campaigning? How does that happen? But they're afraid of this guy. So afraid that they don't, don't want him on anybody's butt. Anybody's butt. So I, I don't know. This, this, the whole thing just reeks of political prosecution and persecution and manipulation. But yet they're saving our democracy. We must save our democracy by eliminating people from the ballot. Because, you know, he's going to take over. He's going he's gonna to kill his political enemies. He's going to take him out in the street and shoot him, execute him. He's going to have him executed in the street. But they're saying this stuff. This is, I'm, not, I'm not even exaggerating on that. That's not even hyperbole. I'm just, I'm just, that's what they're saying. I, I, what's wrong with these people? So, so <clears throat> that's, that's Trump derangement syndrome right there. It's, it's a manifest right, right before your eyes. Uh, let's see here. We've got... Uh, well, the Tennessee shooting, the, the, the uh, trans person, and I'm still kind of confused on whether this person was, my, my understanding was, is it was a female who was trans male. And uh, for whatever reason, it was, had mental issues, did this shooting. And um, they still haven't found a motive, even though the manifesto that this person wrote 
spelled out in great detail. Now, of course, if any, anybody else has a shooting and there's not any kind of identity issue going on, they've got the manifesto out there within an hour. And we find out they were on an FBI watch list, which means nothing. Uh, the Durham report, Durham report came out. So the, this John Durham thing, this, this special counsel that was put in place by Bill Barr, keep in mind, that came out, and of course, it was a, it was a, they, they called it a nothing burger. It's, not, it's a nothing burger, not, nothing burger, nothing, nothing burger, nothing burger. There's nothing burger, nothing burger. I guess a nothing burger is where you like you have just two, a bun with no nothing on it. So how do you know it's a burger? But anyway, see, they, and there was a lot of details in the Durham report that were put in his report that nobody commented on initially. You had to kind of dig into them, but you start digging into the details and you start finding out that, hey, there's a whole bunch of stuff here. And Congress started looking into some of this stuff. And when they called Durham before the, the count, there were some people who actually went after him. And Gates, Gates was one of those individuals, if you recall, who went after Durham. So, well, why didn't you dig into, why didn't you look further into this? Well, that wasn't part of my scope. Yeah, it was absolutely part of your scope. You chose not to go into it. And he really exposed the guy. I thought he was a little, I thought Gates was a little over the top initially. And then as, as time went on, I was realizing, you no, know, Gates, Gates was right on the money with that one. He, he nailed the guy. He had him against the wall and, and he got away with it because, of course, the media didn't want to participate in, in the, the truth that was going on. Uh, DeSantis came out, surpri biggest surprise announcement that he was going to run for president. Big surprise there. And because um, he was, you know, touring all over the place, going to Iowa and writing a book, whatever he was, all he was doing. And of course, we then all of a sudden he announces. And of course, Mike Pence, I think, uh, Mike Pence at some point, I can't remember whether he announced before that or after that, who has now, in case you didn't, in case you missed it, Mike, Mike, Mike Pence was once the vice president of the, of, uh, the United States. I don't know if maybe some of you don't know that. He was governor of Indiana prior to that. Uh, Mike Pence, Mike Pence was running for president. In case you didn't know that. And Mike Pence, uh, suspended his campaign in case you didn't know that. Cause that, that made big news. That shocked the nation. All those things about Mike Pence. Everybody knows Mike Pence. Uh, not basically not. He was a guy who was almost killed and hung on uh, January 6th. They almost came in and killed him and hung him. They had a, they had a, a gallows set up to, to hang, the, which, yeah. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not even going to go down that road. The, we have, um, so then, then we had the Trump, the CNN Trump town hall. I don't know if you remember this, this happened just not that long ago. It seemed like just a few months ago. So, so CNN decides to have a town hall with Trump, and and, and they're, they're of course now all the other networks were all upset that they were they were doing that. they were upset that he, they were doing this uh, town hall. Why, why are you giving him airtime? This 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 political criminal. Their, their intention was to to vilify the guy, give him an opportunity to throw a little tantrum and, and expose him for the, for the, the the demon that he is. And of course, he's just a person, just a human being. So on there answering questions. And the worst thing you think he did that they can that they can go after is say, you're a nasty person. For you know, the way they were asking him. Because <laughs> she kept interrupting him and kept kind of she was debating him more than than letting him just answer questions. Question if somebody asked a question from the audience, which of course would be typically be a plant, 
And then she would start arguing with him on the stage and wouldn't let him talk. And at some point he said, you're a nasty person. Of course, that was, <laughs> they didn't like that. So they, um, which she is, a nasty person. And I think that's code for him. He, he liked to use other words, more descriptive words, I'm sure, but he's, he'll say that kind of a thing. Um, but that went over, uh, you know, that, 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 he got through that, we handled it very well, I think. I think. Uh, the, um, then we had, Osh was it Oshinus? The Titan sub that went down to the Titanic was missing. Of course, the entire world was waiting, hoping for some kind of news that maybe they were alive on the bottom. And then come to find out that it, it imploded and it was, it was over with before we even heard about it. Um, that was, it was a tragedy, just a, a disaster, what, what happened there. And it, it really could have been avoided if there would have just been a little bit more engineering involved in what was going on there, um, understanding of the, of the technical sides of things. Um, so if anybody's out there trying to put together a high-tech project to do something that's highly dangerous and you're using a Game Boy controller to do it, you might want to take a step back and just think about what you're doing a little bit. Uh, yeah. The, uh, oh, what is this? This is, what is that? I can't even read my own writing. Trump, uh, Trump, uh, I don't know what that is. Then there's the, then there's the Joe Biden. Uh, well, I, I started writing pretty, pretty, I was just scribbling stuff down here at this point. I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, the Trump photo. Oh, yes, the Trump photo. The Trump indictments, the Trump photo. The, the photo that was heard around the world, that was seen around the world, of his booking photo that he made. I think he made T-shirts of it. Now he made sure he put, the, put his face. Had, a, had a, the perfect picture on there. Took his, took his little picture. And then, of course, then there's the... Uh, oh, soon after that was the... Joe Biden stuff was going on, more more Joe Biden stuff. Then we had um, the Lauren Boebert fiasco, where she was caught. Uh, apparently, she, she went through her divorce, I guess, or separation, or whatever she was in at that time, and she was out with some guy, and they were a little bit uh, tipsy. I'm not sure it's worth talking about. It, it, I guess one of the things that really upset me about that, and the reason, reason I, I bring it up is because um, I, it, I felt duped at one point. Uh, Sean Foyt, who is a, a worship leader, uh, has a thing. He started during COVID. It's, it was called Let Us Worship, and he was doing public worship services um, around the country. He was actually – he was a guy who would go to Iraq and Iran – and all over the, I think he was in, I think he was actually in the Ukraine. He was in Russia. Been all over the world doing worship service, outdoor worship services in places where you, they would, they didn't like Christians too much. He, he is a very brave, bold individual. And 
when they dis- when of course when COVID hit, he had he came back home, got made it back to the United States, and basically you know started this thing called Let Us Worship, and it was kind of a COVID po- protest in, in combination with just a worship service. Then people would come out at these worship services, and of course it. it it went all over the country doing that. And of course, that became more of a political thing when the old Trump election happened and and um, debacle happened. And he started getting a little bit more involved. Now he's got this thing. I think it's uh, worship to the Capitol uh, or some, something to that effect. He's going to do some, something like that. Um, and so he'll he'll go to the Capitol into the rotunda. A couple. He's been there several times leading worship. And sometimes there's senators and Congress people there, representatives there. And one, one at one point, uh, Lauren Boebert was there, and she she. Uh, they were showing her and some others there, and um, uh, Holly is one of the individuals. I think Holly's got more of a genuine faith. I'm not. I'm not trying to judge Bobert and her faith, but I, I just it, it. I felt there was a sense of betrayal because you, you know you, you think, oh, okay, this person's genuine. They're out. There. And she was actually praying out loud, saying some things, and reading some scripture. And I guess at that point, it it, it seemed like okay, she's she's the real deal. And next thing you know, she's out floozying around. And I guess, I guess that, that just didn't set well with me. You know, if you're going to be that way, be that way. And I'm not going to judge you for being that way, but I will judge you once, you, once I feel like you've, dis, you've kind of deceived me. You put yourself on display and your faith on display. Here's the kind of person I am. This is what I represent. And then you go out and be somebody else. And then you find out, oh, this is really the person who, anyway. So, again, I just, you know, can can I forgive her? Absolutely. I can, you know, God can forgive her, the whole thing. It just, and she kind of came out and sort of apologized. I guess I didn't really see much of an apology, but we'll, we'll see how things go from this point forward. I, I just I have a little less respect, I guess, or a little. You don't have to win back my respect. It's going to have to happen there. The, um, but I, you know, whatever. Oh, what else was going on here? We had we had the whole Russell Brand thing that happened about the same time. Russell Brand was talking about something, and he got he got censored. Got I think some of his episodes got pulled down. This guy was like three or four million people uh, subscribers. And most of his episodes would get millions of views. And YouTube decided to censor. He went, you know, he went to Rumble. And I'm pretty sure uh, going into the new year, I, I said this, I know I said this last year. I said something about starting in, 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 into Rumble. And I actually do have a, I have a paid subscription there. Uh, I, pay, I pay for the ability to, to stream there. And I, I believe I'm going to go ahead and do that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and start doing that in January. I'm going to start doing live streaming or at least posting the the show there. Um, it has gotten some momentum. Rumble has kind of come and gone depending on who goes there, but they really have kind of, they're slowly winning the battle of growth. There's, there's a, they have tremendous, huge, it's like David and Goliath here between them and, and YouTube. But I, I believe that because every time YouTube kind of screws up, everybody kind of there's more and more people start going to Rumble, and they start listening. They start getting primarily that's where they go. The format and the the app itself is not quite as 
smooth as YouTube. Of course, YouTube has had a lot more time to deal with it and they got a lot more money to back them up and get all their engine. They have a much larger team of people working on things. But YouTube, but Rumble's catch, catching up to YouTube. And I, I think it's, I think it's uh, eventually going to be a very good platform. So I think I'm going to go ahead and, and, and just jump in the first of the year and just start doing that. Huh. I wonder why that uh, didn't show up on there. Oh, well, just kind of making some remarks about my, the uh, Podbean. I'm, 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 I'm Live on Podbean right now, by the way. It's, it's, uh, Castos does not allow me to go live on. If they did, I'd be on Castos alone. That's all I'd probably do. Uh, okay, then we got. Um, oh, what is this? Uh, more. So, so, so since the uh, Republicans have been in office, like one after the Joe Biden, Hunter Biden thing, there's more and more evidence is piling up. And this, this started piling up in, in the fall. Of course, that's that's about the time that the Democrats just came out and just started. The, the mantra was, there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. Well, what about this? There's no, that's not evidence. What about the actual checks written out to Joe directly from China? No, that's, that's, not, that's not evidence. That was a loan repayment. China owed Joe money. Whatever. Well, well, whatever they're saying. It's ridiculous stuff. They just continue to defend the guy. Which, I, and again, I, I think that this, this whole thing with Joe Biden is a, is a smokescreen. I, I, of course, now I, I also was wrong about saying things about Joe Biden making it through four years of in his term. I, I didn't think he'd make it this long. There must be some pretty amazing drugs out there keeping this guy alive. And my understanding is, I know uh, Tucker Carlson has been, uh, he's interviewed several people and he's got, got some really good sources. And basically what we're hearing from the inside of this situation is, Joe is getting some pretty powerful drugs, uh, and he is on all kinds of stuff. Um, they and they're basically managing him, and that's that's why he sometimes when you see him and he's trying to talk, his mouth is making is like he has to make really deliberate movements with his mouth. I notice that kind of stuff because of, being in the in the vocal talent world, a voice artist, as you might say, there are all kinds of things you can do to make, and I, I don't typically do on the show. I just, when I'm on the show, I just talk the way I talk. I, just, I don't, I don't typically try to enunciate a certain way or try to make anything out of the, the announcer voice. The announcer voice is one thing. It's the, the descriptor voice, there's all kinds of different genres. There's, there's the storytelling voice. There's the, you know, explainer video voice. There's the announcer voice. There's the big boom radio voice, uh, the, the DJ voice. All, all, all those things are out there, and some people can't adjust from one thing to the next. They can't make a difference. There's you know, in a world where one man living in a land before time, there's there's different kinds of voices. That's the movie trailer voice. In case you, in case you didn't know, in case you didn't know, the, there's. Some people can't adjust from one from one kind of voice to the next. Now, if I was really getting in the zone, <clears throat> I could probably make that even sound better. <clears throat> because I, but I, I'm just yakking away here, throwing that in. So, but there's other things you can do, and so I noticed this this kind of thing in, in terms of the way he's trying to pronounce his words and the deliberate how how deliberate he has to be to say him. 
Now, when, when Hunter Biden recently just came out in front of the Capitol building, when he was, when he was subpoenaed to go in to talk to him, but he didn't have time for that. He just wanted to come out, do a drive-by speech and leave. And that's, that's contempt, folks. It, contempt is, is not necessarily sitting in your house saying, I don't have time for this. Contempt is when you show up at the door, thumb your nose at somebody, make an announcement to the, to the, to the press, and then walk, and then walk away. When you, when you obviously had the time to be there because you were there, you just literally did not want to go walk in the door and talk to them. That's contempt. That's contempt with malice, in my opinion. And, I, and I, he should be thrown in jail for that. Bannon was thrown in jail and it didn't do that at all. Bannon just didn't, didn't respond to subpoenas. Well, I think he responded. He just responded with a, basically, not, not going to play your game. And, and they, they threw him in jail. Threw him in jail. And they're excusing Joe Biden, or Hunter Biden for all this. But he, when he was speaking, and I, I didn't, I, and I was, I knew there was something wrong with what he was, how he was talking. It didn't sound like him. I was trying to figure out what is he doing. I can't figure out why. Why does he sound so different? He, he just sounded like he he had something in his mouth or something wasn't right. He wasn't. And I, I was like, there's nothing. I didn't see anything in his mouth. Well, I heard. That I actually was listening to a body language person who was talking about his body language during this whole thing, and she noticed a difference in his speech and said, "I think he's wearing veneers in his in his teeth." And then it, it, it made perfect sense. And I was like, absolutely. That's, that's, what, that's what it was. As soon as she said it, I was like, oh, how did I miss that? And it's, so it was, it's, there was absolutely veneers in his mouth. And once, once she said it, then you couldn't. I played it back again. I'm like, oh, you can't miss it. Now, now, now it's obvious the way he's talking. But that's what, that's what it is. It's veneers. Probably just had a, a new set of veneers made or whatever, and he put them in. And now, this typically is when people have really bad teeth. And typically, people have bad teeth at his age. I think he's in his fifties, early fifties. When you've done, you know, had a life of drugs and meth and everything else that he's done, it destroys your teeth. By the way, now, I'm not saying everybody who has bad teeth has been has been doing meth. That's just not the case either. Sometimes it's genetic. Sometimes it's just you drink too much sweet too much sweet tea will also do that to you. I've had several cavities. But that's good tea. So I had, <clears throat> I can feel my teeth washing away as I, as I drink. <clears throat> but it sure tastes good. So the, the, um, the taste of your tea. Washing away your teeth. Or the taste of your teeth washing away with your tea. I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so, so what was I talking about? So we had, um, had these veneers in. And he was, he was talking funny, kind of funny. So that, that's what was weird about that whole thing. Again, the guy's just a phony and whatever else is going on there. Then we had the, the, uh, the old attack on Israel, of course, that happened this year on October 7th. And, that, of course, that was a hideous, horrendous event that happened, took place. And, of course, their response was war with Gaza. And then, then of course, that the, the tide of the... Even before they did anything, even before they responded, there were some there were some inklings that people were going to push back on Israel 
say they should just let it go. And it was all Israel's fault. The guy, you know, Gaza was justified in what they did. They were happy about the, the old punch in the nose, as they call it. And now, of course, the, Israel's the villain in this whole thing. Uh, then there was, there was Jamal Bowman. Who can forget that? When he accidentally <laughs> didn't even try to open a door. Keep this in mind. He walked up to the door, pulled down a sign, and then pulled the fire alarm, and then ran off in another direction. Never touched a door. Never. It, the video is very clear. In fact, he was charged with a crime, and he confessed to it. All kind of kept under the radar. And when they tried to censor him for disturbing a... A, basically the same thing that the, the January Sixers were, same, same crime, disruption of an official meeting or whatever it is. He, he, the media went to bat for the guy. Oh, it was just an accident. Oh, and all of his fellow congressmen, oh, it was just an accident, just an accident. Oh, he just, he just he was confused. I can see how he'd be confused. Yeah, they're all confused. And of course, then there was the, you know, the new speaker that we got. Uh, the, all the you know everything that happened there, the whole, all that drama, and I'm and I'm relatively, um, I think that we have a speaker right now in Mike Johnson that I think is is far better than MacArthur, McCarthy. Um, time will tell, but I I do believe that. He has some integrity. I think he's going to try to do what's best for the nation, best for Congress, and, and best for the situation. I, th I think he has a little bit more uh, fortitude with regard to doing what's right. I, but I don't know that for a fact. I, I mean, I just – he's relatively unknown, relatively new to Congress. We'll, we'll have to see what happens here. But I, I have to say from what I know of him so far and the connections that he has and his, and his – the integrity that he has shown so far, I'm, uh, I'm more confident in him than I was with McCarthy. I didn't have a lot of confidence in McCarthy. He is a swamp creature. He's a he's a basically an establishment guy who's trying to teeter totter in between the two. I I don't believe that Johnson is that kind of person. I think he's I think he's. He's going to, to try to be fair to everyone. And he's pushed back several times on the Democrats and they've tried to push, push him around. And I, and I, so I, I and he, yeah, I, he just seems to be kind of a, let the standards be the standards. And, and I, I, so I, we'll see what happens with that, all that. I don't know. See how it goes. But uh, that's where we're at, I think, at this point. Once again, folks, um, I guess it's, you know, it's, and here we are going into the new year. Now, as we go into this new year, we're facing a lot of things um, coming up. We, I, there's going to be, you know, the, the primaries are going to start rolling up. Uh, we're going to start doing the, you know, the Iowa caucus, all the things that are going to happen as, as things start to roll into place and in, in, into play here. Uh, and I, I, do, I do believe that, that um, there's going to be a lot of drama this year. I, I think I, to say that there's not, I think it's going to be uh, at least two or three fold times what we had this year this is an off sea off year election election year and we're, we're moving into a primary election year 
I think things are going to ramp up and heat up very, fairly quickly here in January. You're going you're to see, once we get away from the holiday season, everything starts to roll into January. There's a lot of things that happen over these two weeks, these two or three weeks here while we have uh, vacation time for Congress and all the things that are happening. There's a lot of phone calls being made behind the scenes. A lot of things are regrouping with news organizations and everything while they report on all the holiday festivities. We turn around, I think, uh, they're, they're, they're regrouping, reestablishing, and what you're going to see is this major rollout in January with, on both sides, the, the, well, all three sides, I should say, because there is the Democrat establishment. There's really two, there's really two parts of the Democrat Party as well right now. There's, there's, there's the Democrat establishment, and there's the, then there's the far-left uh, ridiculous nut, nutcases. Um, and both of them are nutcases, but they're, one is way worse than the other, and they're, they'll, they're, they're going to consume each other. <clears throat> the, um, however, th- there's a lot of chaos on the left, and I'm not sure that, that this new guy who's the minority speaker, minority house representative, whatever, uh, for, the, for the Democrats, I'm not sure he can pull it all together. Nancy Pelosi had an iron fist, and she was, she was just uh, ruthless in the way she would run things. We'll see how all that works. I mean, the, the, the whole the, – the machine is still there. The, you know, the mechanics are still there. So we'll see how that all works out. However, then we also have you know, the issue of the GOP or the, the rhinos, the Republican establishment. And then we have the actual conservatives and the, uh, the, the, the MAGA Republicans, if you want to call them that. The, the, the actual conservatives, the people who actually have some principles and are not just along for the ride. So we'll see what happens here in the next in the next few months. But I, I know that January, you're going to see things ramp up. By the end of January, things are going to ramp up very, they're going to be very heated. It's going to be a very interesting month, in my opinion, to see how we're, we're positioned. You're going to see some alliances that have changed, some, some positions that have changed, some new buzzwords. Oh, by the way, uh, Mr. Reagan, who's a, who's a guy, uh, has, a, has a channel called Mr. Reagan. I can't believe his name is Sean. So I can't remember his name. He... Um, he had a very good show today. If you have a chance to listen to it, it is worth listening to. He talks about the way that the left changes words and changes, changes phrases and descriptions, twists them around. Uh, and it's kind, of, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny in some ways, the way he points it out and says, that, you know, when they say this, it basically means this. What's amazing when they do this, when they say anti-racism, it basically means racism because he'll, he'll describe what it, what it means. But he, or, or, or decolonization basically means colonization. Just the way he, you know, he goes through this whole process, and it's it's pretty funny. Some 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 of it's funnier than others, but it's true. It's it's, it's very very true. The way, but the way they do, they use big words, and it starts off with this whole thing with uh, Peterson. Uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, I can't even think of his name. He's the neuropsychologist guy that's real popular. Uh, he's debating this other guy from the left, and he's got this. He's basically a, a black liberation theology guy, and he's going up against the guy, and they're they're going back and forth. They're both professors, but he's this guy's a professor, some kind of uh, identity politics studies of some kind, and they're going back and forth, and, and he just flays the guy. But in the other course, the other guy's using trying to use big words and trying to make himself sound smart. And I, I see this happen a lot of times when people will, they'll change words, or they'll add a certain descriptor at the end of it to try to make it sound like it's a big word. Like if they're if they're if they're a vegetarian, they'll go, well, it's a vegetarianitis, uh, virgin, very virgin, uh, virgin uh, what, what do they call it? Vegetarian Nicholas 
or something. They'll, they'll throw in something behind it that doesn't even mean anything. And they'll, they'll try to make it sound like it's, it's a big word that they're using. Try to impress you with their knowledge. Make it sound like they're smarter than you. Or smarter than, the, than, you, than, they, than they are. And it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. People do that all the time. And it's, it, kind of, it kind of makes a point of this that Mr. Reagan does. And so it's, it's kind of a interesting stuff. It's interesting stuff. But my, the show has gone on way too long. I uh, appreciate those of you who have popped in and given me some, you know, some hearts along the way here but this morning. But um, I'm going to go ahead and, and call this a show. It's, I'm an hour and 15 minutes. It's an hour and 16 minutes into this thing now. But uh, just to review the year. So, like I said, as as the year go, as we roll into the to 2024, look to look for January to be a repositioning. You're going to see new alliances, new people talking to each other, new buzzwords, all kinds of interesting things happening as the year opens up. And of course, there's going to be the the, the there's probably more indictments coming, probably more things with the whole debacle with getting Trump off of of, a, of the ballots on particular states and that kind of thing. Things are going to ramp up very quickly, in my opinion. Might even see a ruling from the Supreme Court on one of these uh, before the end of January, but we'll see how that, how that works out. The Jack Smith uh, indictments, the cases, uh, the Fannie, Fannie Williams, and all that kind of stuff. We'll see how it all works out. But in the meantime, we know that God is uh, on the throne and uh, he's, not, uh, he's not worried. God bless, folks. Have a great 2024. Happy New Year. Thank <laughs> you.